0: Comics. Movies. Music. Video games.
1: Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW L O D Podcast Network. My name is Oliver Queen. After five years in a hell, I returned home with only one goal. To save my city. But my old approach wasn't enough. I had to become someone else. I had to become something. Else, I had to become the Green Arrow.
2: When I was a child, my planet Krypton was dying. I was sent to Earth. I work with my adoptive sister for the DEO to protect my city from alien life and anyone else that means to cause it harm. I am Supergirl.
3: My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary forensic scientist. But secretly, with the help of my friends at Star Labs, I fight crime. I am the Flash.
1: I'm here because the future of the world is in peril. Because of a man named Van Savage. I chose you eight to travel throughout time to stop You got the wrong guy. Heroing on my resume. Where, Where I'm from, from, you aren't just considered heroes, you're legends.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the DCTV Podcast, episode number 51. Uh, 51 pickup. Or no, 52 will be the big one next week. Maybe we'll have pants on. Right. Episode Thanks. 52. With no pants. There's an inside joke. Uh, sure. But uh, we're back with another full week of DCTV. Uh, it kind of shook out this week that we all we had all the superhero shows had uh, new episodes. Supergirl and Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, no I, Zombie this week. No Gotham this week. Uh, We did have the premiere of Lucifer, though, and we're going to touch on that briefly as well. Uh, Plus some cool news and uh, a quick review, uh, like a quick review preview of the new uh, animated feature, Batman Bad Blood. It's a lot of stuff going on this week, and I'm glad. I would like to uh, um, introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the mogul. He is back after being Vandal Savage's personal valet and groomsman. He's back from sabbatical. He's back from Nanda Parabot. He's back from taking a bath every day in the Lazarus He's tanned. He's rested. He's ready. Mr. Daryl Taylor. Hello. I'm back, sir. And while, back. and while we will have less talk about hair this week than we did last week,
4: <laughs> it was,
0: we, uh, we appreciate Jerry sitting in a lot. Yes. Sir. Yes. But yeah, there will be less hair talk this week, uh, if I have anything to say about it. And um, also, also joining us tonight... The last of the purple Martians, which are like white Martians, only they're really into Prince, <laughs> Mister Rich, the chub Toad Sheldon.
1: Hello there.
0: So uh, this week we, I, I thought we had a pretty strong week, man. Like all the shows this week were pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, really,
3: yeah.
0: I it, agree. It, it wasn't a stinker in the bunch. We had a lot. We, uh, you know, Supergirl tangled with the white Martians. We had the Reverse Flash come back um arrow we had some cool stuff with diggle and his brother including a flashback with diggle and his brother which we've been talking about for. good
2: news about that helmet
0: and legends of tomorrow i thought that yeah i thought legends of tomorrow's a lot stronger even in the second half of the pilot than the first so yeah um but real quick though uh just as we're recording now just a, a few days ago that it was a digital release of batman bad blood uh, mm-hmm. The latest in the uh, series of animated features that DC has put out, and this is uh, continuing on from Batman vs. Robin and Son of Batman, which are all adapted from Grant Morrison's uh, Batman run. Right. Uh, run, and this is like this is another entry in that storyline that fits right in with that. Um, Jason O'Mara playing Batman again, but the introduction of some cool uh, characters, uh, including Batwoman and uh, Batwing. Mm-hmm. In this episode, which were awesome.
2: What did you think of it, Gerald? I think this one was much better than the previous one. Mm-hmm. I, I really was. I did not dig the uh, the story or the the way that they did the dialogue. I didn't. It just didn't. It didn't flow. It it felt felt a little uh, uneven. And in, in terms of them, and I know they were trying to set it up for this, and it felt like I watching this made me think even more that it was all of that was just to get it done to put them in a place that they can uh get to introducing the uh the bat family that's basically what they wanted to do right and introduce the bat family and i think they seem to shine a little bit better and the characters were better written um in this than i think in in the old I, in fact i think if anything batman got the least in terms of real any any real character moments that's
0: true. Well, I really think the standout in this one was Yvonne Strahovski as Batwoman. Yes. I, I love that, I that character. That. It was so great to mm-hmm. see her animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought she nailed
2: it. I, I really like her as an actress anyway. And uh, Right. And as a fan of the comics uh, and the way she was introduced, she was a favorite of mine in the comics. Um, yeah. I think they did justice to to the character. I think it, the way that uh, you get the beginning scene with her and Batman, I think their scenes worked... Um, and I think that the way that she, the way that her and, and Nightwing, the way that their uh, interactions, I think really worked well too. Mm-hmm. And and Batwing seemed to just flow with everybody else. Like it just, um, it, it made me more excited for the next, you know, coming uh, storylines that they're going to get into uh, because they really combine a, like three different comic yeah, stories. They and do. Things.
0: And the, the, the comic story that, that, I most enjoyed during, I think, that whole Morrison run were the ones where Dick Grayson was taking on the role of Batman. Yes. And yes. just because it's so rare anymore. I mean, you get to see it with Wally West taking mm-hmm. over the mantle of Flash, but it's so rare that you see, like, the, the sidekick or whatever take on the mantle of the mentor. Right. And to actually see Dick Grayson be Batman for a while was awesome to me.
2: I and That was, like, one of my favorite parts of the whole run, and to see it in this... Right. uh animated version was didn't really the cool. animation the the way that they showed the fighting seem better to you to, to, this
0: they seem to have improved as they've, as they've gone on uh because i really was not too impressed with son of batman
2: me either yeah. and then
0: no. I, I thought batman versus robin was a little better but
2: still not great and i liked this one a lot better than either yes of the 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 way I that sense, they yeah. the choreographed fights were better like they, mm-hmm. there's a way that cartoon fights sometimes they don't look like a real person uh fighting like you know like it just seems off in the way that it's done and i think it's harder to do that with animation and make it look right uh as opposed to live action and with this i think that they did a better job i don't know what changes they had from this to the from the previous but it really felt like um the battles felt like they were just a little bit more realistic. You know, like they, the way that they showed guns, the way that they, um, used explosives, batarangs, the, the style of fighting, the way that Nightwing, especially in the bat suit,
4: mm-hmm.
2: the way that, um, Dick Grayson in the bat suit, how different he fought compared to how Batman fights. Right. I mean,
0: so much so that, like, Damien immediately knows who it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, without him taking the mask off or saying a word. He knows just from watching him fight that it's, you know, it's not Bruce Wayne.
2: Slumping of the shoulders when, you know, when there's, when he's not around other people.
0: I just, Uh, I really, I really enjoyed that aspect a lot. Like I said, I really enjoyed the introduction of Batwing and Batwoman. Um i liked it a lot i thought it was of those threes of the three they've made in the storyline so far i think this is definitely the strongest
2: without trying to make it so dark to be cool right I, i think that they didn't worry so much about trying to make this uh super cool and dark 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 it it was a dark story but i don't think it's something i don't think anything in this was something that uh you just felt like wow did they really you know like did they stab the guy through the chest did they do this did they do that they didn't do too much of the gratuitous uh violence with this uh than they've done
0: with the previous ones and like you said there's a lot of story in it so it was definitely yeah. more plot driven than tone driven mm-hmm. so the set pieces when we were more to like serve the the plot i th- i felt them like trying to you know, um, you know, show off how rated R we are. You know? Right, or this could whatever. have been on TV. I mean, could on Easily, it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. But with the um, the publishing of a new uh, um, full-length uh, animated feature, we also get the trailer for the next one. Uh, yeah. I'll just touch on it really quickly. It's going to be Justice League versus Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like, it, yeah, it looks like a, a hybrid of the Young Justice uh, lineup and the traditional Teen Titans because we got Raven and uh, and Cyborg and Starfire and then
2: <laughs> Robin and Nightwing appear in this. And this is interesting because of knowing that the TNT is not going to take going to do the Nightwing. I mean and not the the team, the Titans thing anymore mm-hmm. and it's going to probably be done under the CW Umbrella. That would be that would be cool. It would be. So, uh,
0: and they got a uh, John Bernthal playing Trigon. And I guess yeah, Trigon possess- man. Yeah, yeah. And oh, cool. goes from being the Punisher to Trigon. <laughs> um, and uh, he, the uh, Trigon possesses the uh, Justice League, and they have to go up against the Teen Titans. Yeah, such so. a classic. St- based on such a classic story. Yeah, I mean, how many times have we seen it? You know, in, in comics, oh, yeah. it'd be animated like this. You know? Yeah. So, mind control, man. It's like we said last week with the quicksand. You know, we're kids we probably thought there's mind control everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is. You never know.
0: It's like quicksand. Um, we got the premiere of Lucifer this week and real quick we'll just touch on that before we get to the the the, the main episodes. Um the pilot this is a pilot that we reviewed back on episode thirty seven. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go back and check that out, we went really in depth on that pilot uh then. Uh, it's the same one. I, I think fans of Constantine will dig this. My wife was a big fan of Constantine and she really likes Lucifer. Um, and she doesn't really follow the you know the CWDC shows or whatever. So, um, if you, like I said, if you want more of an in-depth thing, look at that. But I thought it was a good good uh, pilot. I, I like the stories it's
3: set up. I like the, the main guy really has a lot of charisma of uh, the main actor. I remember really liking it when we watched it back when. And yeah. uh, I went ahead and watched it again last night. And I, I like it even better the second time. So... I'm excited. I, I, I think it's going to be a good series. I just hope it doesn't end up the Constantine route. And I think that Fox is treating the property pretty well from the way they're marketing it. So. And I've
0: seen people complaining because it's procedural, or at mm-hmm. least the pilot was procedural or whatever. But, I mean, do they really think there's going to be, like, this um, you know, high fantasy existential drama like there was in the comic book right. on, on primetime TV every week? I mean, right. I don't know. I don't know what people expect sometimes. Well, it
2: opened with uh, what seven million of you. Yeah, you huge ratings, huge ratings. So, so it did pretty good for the first, you know, for the pilot. Let's hope it. I think that and X Files kind of, kind of. And
0: Legends, Legends got a higher rating even than the Flash or Arrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, nice. DC's riding high on the TV side. So
3: they are. It's I mean, awesome.
2: It's, it's pretty cool. Well.
3: That. Not if the Million Mom March has anything to do about it. <laughs> not, uh,
2: if only there were actually a million people in the
3: group. Aren't there like, like 7,000, I think? I don't need to <laughs> predict so, that many. Sponsored so, by Olive
2: <laughs> <All> Garden. <Right. laughs> um, but I liked, I think I liked it more the second time I watched it. Like, I, it's been so long since I've, done, I've seen the pilot, and then uh, watching it again this week, I, I think I kind of dug it more. Uh, you know, like the chemistry yep. between the two leads, I think, would yeah. have like, caught it even more. It uh, The way that he deals with people. The, the little like, seeds of subplot, too, that they left
0: behind, like that that, coin that he has. You know, they don't really talk yeah. about that, but you know, you know, he has to, like, in his hand like, a couple times. Or the whole thing, scene with him and the angel, where he's like, you know, yeah, looking forward to eating your heart very soon.
2: You know, my hand is gross to yeah. you every day. You know. Right, so, and there's got to be more with. Uh, the Clo character, like she, I, it'd be something if she winds up actually having an essence of God in her. You you find out later mm. because he kept looking at her, and he's and it's the the with the way that she's not affected by him at all. Like right, he, he she's just,
3: the last Zion.
2: It it doesn't make any sense because everyone else, there's always some hidden thing, some hidden agenda, something that they don't want out that. Uh, That they're ashamed of that comes out with him and with with her, it's something different about her. It's something that really brings out the humanity in him even more to a point that he doesn't even get it. So it's got to be something with her. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that will be. Yep. Like I said, there are a lot of little seeds of subplot thrown along the
0: way during that procedural, you know. I, well, the, the whole thing about, you know, the angel wanting him to go back in hell to hell and you was know, like his his bartender or whatever, like telling him, you know, that you know, he's starting to these you know, humans start starting to rub off on him, you know.
2: Alright. All, right. all cool, about cool the scales. Stuff. Yeah, keeping the scales, you mm-hmm. know, you're you're changing the way things are done. Right. Uh It would be, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with it because there's so many things you could do with this. Absolutely. Uh, It has so much potential.
0: I mean, and they're, I don't know. We've seen from iZombie that you can take the procedural format and really mm -hmm. make it work with the fantasy, you know, elements in it. So I'm I'm, I'm not going to be a doubter on this show at all. I'm going to wait, you know, definitely check it out as it goes.
2: Yeah. And I, I hope we get more of, uh, Linda, the, the the psychologist, the therapist. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So she's crazy. from the she's been on the Daily Show. Yeah, she's yep. always been funny to me. I've yep. always enjoyed yeah, her. Always and so I, I hope to see more of her because uh, that's our end to him. I mean that that's right. Kinda it's her good. Cycle. So,
0: it's good. He's she. I, I see her as like he, she's going to be like his Dr. Melfi.
2: Yeah, from
0: The I Sopranos. Know. Totally. You know, what I mean, like they could totally open the show with that, or
3: totally. you
0: know, run with themes through the show like that, or. Mm-hmm. Totally.
3: Absolutely. I uh, I also enjoy the whole thing with her daughter and him, like this little girl looking up to Lucifer, you know, like, yeah. like Uncle Lucifer.
2: And he's like, I, I I don't dislike you as much as the other children. Like it's that <laughs> right? It's not even <laughs> I like you. It's just that I I dislike less you less. Annoying. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, and I like that kind of thing too with him and and, and the kids and yeah. and whatnot. It's kind of funny. Pretty awesome.
0: Okay, well, let's go on to our our superhero uh, quad fest here, starting off with Supergirl, uh, Strange Visitor from Another Planet, which uh, the title taken, of course, from the classic intro to the 50s Superman cartoon, or not cartoon, but TV show uh, with George Reeves, Superman, Strange Visitor from Another Planet, blah, 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 Um, episode 11, season one. We start off with Kara picking up the latte for Kat and running into a random cute guy and not realizing she's being flirted with, oh. only to find out cute guy said cute guy is Kat Grant's son, who yeah, she wrote a letter time, to. Huh? Yeah, this is like a whole soap operay part of this episode. So. Oh, there's a
2: heavy soap
0: opera. So I'm going to get it out of the way real quick. <laughs> um, so I guess Blake Jenner is uh, um, uh, Melissa Benoist's real husband. Yep. Yeah yes he is. uh this guy uh adam who is a uh, cat grandson it turns out Kara wrote a, a finished in an unfinished letter that cat wanted to write to him sent it to him and now um he's been to uh national city to try to make amends with his mom but of course his mom didn't write the letter Kara did so she becomes kind of the intermediary to them uh reconciling and by the end of the episode they kind of reconcile but uh, Adam is more interested in asking Kara out for Korean barbecue.
2: Well, I mean, she is kind of hot. Yeah. Well, you know, she I is. Mean,
4: yeah. I
2: mean, mom is good. You love your mom, but I mean, hey, you know, I mean, you, you, mom can't do it. Hot. Women. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. And she's so <laughs> kind. And, and I think what really he got with her was just how, again, she does the how her kindness, her openness is. It, it really intrigued him. I mean, you can see it, like, the way right. that he... I guess it helped that the, the guy is actually really in love with her because it's her husband, but just the way that he looked at her, it wasn't like... Um, it wasn't like he. it was someone looking at a, a superhero or somebody... You know, like, Jimmy looks at her differently. Her other friend looks at her like he's in he's in love with her because he is. Well, yeah, because they both know that she's Supergirl, too. He doesn't... Right. He just likes her as Kara. But he knows her as Kara, and he looked. He's into Kara, and I think that that's a different dynamic. That she's not gonna yep. actually. I think that's gonna intrigue her too to have someone look at her uh, as Kara as opposed to Kara, who's from another planet. You know, like there's always. So that which
3: is at. it, Kira or Kara? <laughs> <I don't
2: laughs> well, know. it's Kira, your mom,
0: but right. literally everyone else in the world, It's Kara, it's Kara. So. Uh, yeah, interesting though. Really well. Yeah, the main plot involves a senator, Senator Crane, mm-hmm. um, who is anti alien. Uh, she's you know they're rallying kind of against Superman, Supergirl, you know, uh, and aliens. that you know, we need to build a dome. You know, the only over thing the city this
2: was was Fox News.
0: Yeah, yeah, background. Trump was there <laughs> yep. saying, "I don't like
2: this one." She's good. Like <laughs> I was waiting for them to say, "This is." Uh pox news or something. Yeah, yeah, faux news. Yeah, just yeah. to do something. That... Um, but during the
0: rally, something, uh, James James Olsen, photographer, notices it uh, first, kind of something flashing in front of the crowd, super fast, super speed. Um, and then uh, this giant white uh, Martian, this creature, um, grabs the um, the senator and whisks her away to uh, um, uh, save her hank freezes he's totally frozen and alex has to like kind of snap him out of it um instead so, you know hank's usually max, but he's just totally frozen uh Supergirl comes on the scene follows the creature who's grabbing the senator into a parking garage uh but only the senator is left uh while when she goes in there the, they assume the creature has gotten away the uh the white martian has gotten away alex uh confers with hank Hank feels it says fault the White Martian is here because the White Martian sensed him using his powers that Alex kind of coerced him into using to get into uh, Max Lord's you know, basement to see the girl with weird eyes.
2: More soap opera stuff, but it, it, it gave me the feels. It did. Well, like, this I, whole bit about, you know, yeah.
0: when, when Hank is like, you know, you have to be the one to bring him in, and, and Kara's like, you had my back a million times. You know, mm-hmm. I've got yours. That was cool. And then at the end, of course, where he talks about you know how uh, you know his daughters or whatever he's coming. Yeah,
2: well, even the way that they—I the, love the way that they discuss how they were killed. Like in the, for people that don't read the comics, the way in the comics, the way that they explain them being wiped out—it's so abstract. It, we right. don't get a concrete thing of them being.
0: Yeah, they have this whole CGI like uh, yeah. se- sequence where he explains what happened with right. the white martians and it was actually pretty well done it must have been pretty expensive mm-hmm. yeah
3: i thought so yeah
2: yeah they made it a, it wasn't like a fever thing that killed them and they were wiped out that way they did it more of um more camps. like a concentration camp like you know like the the white martians were just they were nazis in a way they, they hated anyone that was not white martians and uh rounded them up and 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 pretty much wiped them out like this,
3: always this. the white Martian trying to keep the green Martian <laughs> down.
2: <laughs> but it was just um, the way that he. Well, I, it helped that he's a good actor. First of all, David Harwood is is a good, very good yeah, actor. Yeah, definitely. Too. And the way that he was able to, uh, he really sells that uh, whole story. Sell it, yeah. He, the way he yeah. was able to sell that, and the loss of his wife and, and daughter. I mean, to yeah. the point of being suicidal. In a way, because you have survivor's Guild. that could have been a lot cheesier than it ended up being. Uh, totally,
0: for totally. sure,
3: for sure. Yeah. Do you have you noticed that there are no green Martians nominated for Academy Awards this year? <laughs> Just saying.
0: They uh, they take the uh, senator back to uh, uh, D.E.O. for safekeeping mm-hmm. uh, to keep her. Yeah, you know, they figure it's the safest place for her. Uh, while they're doing that James is looking at the pictures they took at the rally and every time they took a picture of the white Martian the eyes glowed and then he realized that afterwards the senator's eyes glowed and they realized the senator isn't the senator but is actually the white Martian right. dun, dun, dun. Um, about the same time Hank Henshaw does by tricking the white Martian to saying you know that say <laughs> like, I never told you you were attacked by a white Martian <laughs> and then you know said something about you know, you're not as dumb as I thought you were, or something mm-hmm. like that. And I like the way they film this here. Just like you know, the speed, yeah. speed, like the weird kind of like kinetic gymnastics right? yeah. going on when she like tears ass out of there.
2: They're getting better with that.
0: I yeah, the CGI is definitely improving. I thought it improving. looked really
3: good, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's mm-hmm. definitely improving. Um, they're able to end up having a, another encounter with the White Martian and trade Alex for the senator. Um, and then a final encounter at the end with, uh, with Hank agreeing to surrender to the White Martian. Um, if, you know, the White Martian will set Alex free. Right. So they meet in this, like, park, and the White you know Martian brings Alex along, and they talk to well, each other. I they in the desert. Oh, yeah. right, in the desert, yeah, out of the way. And um, uh, they talk to each other in Martian. Yes. Which was pretty cool.
2: I like the language, too.
0: Yeah, it sounded cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And uh, just as... Hank is about to, you know, give his life pretty much to the White Martian. In comes Supergirl. Wham. Wham, bam, thank you. And, uh, man. And him and Hank go at it with the White Martian. Pretty pretty decent scene. Pretty well choreographed. hmm They're sure. better
2: at doing powers, I think.
0: Yeah, I think they're improving as the show goes on. I mean, I, I think about the pilot and the way that some of the powers looked in that compared to this. I mean, it's yeah. definitely looking better. Her flying is looking better every time, too, I thought.
2: It does, and I I like the way that... I especially like the way that Martian Manhunter, when when they had a sequence uh, last show, I think, where they were both flying together. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. was really nice, the way they were able to pull that off.
0: They they beat the white Martian down to to, uh, almost unconscious, and uh, just as they're about to capture, Hank turns around and puts the kryptonite cuffs on Supergirl, Says I cannot uh, you know, let you stop me from doing this, and he's about to kill the White Martian, and then we get, of course, the classic comic book, uh, <laughs> uh,
4: you
0: know, soliloquy. No, you'll be just like him. He'll win. You know, you know. don't let them kill don't, who you are. you are. Exactly, exactly, dude. On the nose. everything you owe, everything you are, everything you them. believe in, you'll lose. <laughs> they'll win if you give in. Yeah. Kill him. You know, don't do it. Uh, and then the next scene, they have the White Martian in a cage. And uh, a nice allusion here, kind of, to what might happen in the season finale or what might precipitate the Supergirl-Flash crossover. Mm-hmm. As the White Martian says, thousands will come to save me. Millions. And Supergirl's like, let them
2: come, biatch. Well, right that
0: added, would be bitch.
2: the use of the Kryptonians, the ones that are still alive. Yeah. yeah. If, they, if they're the ones that wound up defending uh,
0: the planet. Then we get a yeah. scene with uh, with Hank and Alex and Kara, where he kind of explains that his daughters' you know, names were uh, Kim and Alyssa, and that he uh, you know he, he felt you know kind of close to them, like they were like his daughters. They have a little moment, and then he's like, hey, "That's enough. You're like, get back to work. Get back to work." <laughs> <laughs> How many fields? Chimney Fields.
2: Yeah, can't do this. Who do
0: you think you are, Joe West? Come on. Exactly.
2: Stop <laughs> this. Only he can cry and it be all he right. He is Joe West. And only he is. Come on. <laughs> only Joe West can do that. <laughs> that's a Joe West move there. That is. That's a Joe West move. He can, that man could cry and you never question it at all. That man <laughs> will have cry you crying you're, crying. you're crying. He's crying. He's down for no reason at all. No reason at all. Why are we crying? I don't know. I don't know, man. I just you know I love Joe. Goes
0: the man. Uh, we end the show with Karen, Alex talking about boy trouble and eating ice cream. Mm-hmm. And as they're watching the TV, they see Supergirl saving a car on the bridge, but not saving it and kind of throwing it away. Yeah. And Kara's like, you know, how am I on TV? And I am getting the I am getting the distinct feeling from seeing this in the clip from next week that this will be Bizarro Girl. Yeah. That's my guess.
2: Yeah.
0: So I love Bizarro so
2: I do too for that. Every incarnation of Superman I think live action has had a Bizarro. Hmm. So Was he at-
3: on did they have it on Lois and Clark?
2: I think they did. I did think they, they did have, it, have a, a, did a, a version of Bizarro on um, the Superman movies though. No, they never did. Hmm. The closest we got was the the split up uh Superman Right,
3: in George split up
2: Superman, in Superman three. Superman. George the, um, Reeves did,
3: did he he
0: didn't have a Bizarro. I don't. I'll think. tell you what. One of the best episodes of of the uh, Superman animated series for, was the one where Bizarro teamed up with Mister Mister Mittel Yes, yeah, yes, yes. I think it's called Little Big Head Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great great episode. So.
2: If you have uh, if you have Amazon Prime, it's actually all of the animated stuff is available if you want yep. to catch okay. that. All the Just League stuff is still on Netflix.
0: Yeah, all the, if you got that Netflix, you do that. Right. So I give this episode an A-. And I give it the minus because of all the Cat Grant and her son stuff. It seemed very CW, oddly enough, even though it was on CBS. <laughs>
2: I, I think because you had so many emotional things. Like to, to have uh, the Martian Manhunters emotional stuff, you know, to have Hank's emotional um, uh, reveal. At the same on the same episode that you have the whole thing with Cat, it just made it seem less important because he lost his family. But I guess they wanted to have a a contrast of someone who Cat uh, actually gets gets to connect with her family again, with a part of her family that she thought she lost forever. So she gets him back in a way, and then I guess they you know and that that's uh, set up against. Uh, Hank, who's lost his family and kind of had to gain a new family, with uh, with Supergirl and, and, mm-hmm. and Alex. Well, I mean, Supergirl lost her family too, so. Yeah, well, it's all about getting you know new families, kind of you know families yeah. that are not your blood, but I mean, but they still they're your family. They've been there for you.
3: Yeah, yeah. I get. I for most of those reasons, I give this a B plus. So. Um, I thought that they did some am- really ambitious things for television with the CGI in this episode. I thought it was really, really well done, and uh, yeah, I was gonna go with a B, but I think the CGI knocks it up to a plus.
2: Yeah, I give it a B plus. I, I usually don't like to give the A's until it, like you give me something really great. Like this was good, good. This is really good. But yeah. I mean, yeah, when you go to awesome, I,
0: A I for awesome. I'm,
2: though. I'm ready for the okay. yeah, the A for that.
0: All right, well, our next uh, our next episode is uh, The Flash, the uh, return of The Reverse Flash, episode 11. Or, I'm sorry, The Reverse Flash Turns.
2: Right.
0: Now, just to be clear, everybody, this is not Harrison Wells in The Reverse Flash. This is actually Eobard Thawne right. before he takes over Harrison Wells. Yes. Insert headache now. Yes, I know time time travel gives everybody <laughs> nosebleeds and headaches, but this is an Eobard Thawne that comes from earlier in the timeline than the one we've met before. This is like one I, as as the uh, Earth Two Harrison Wells says at the end of this. This is his origin story. All right, this is where I start vibrating and my nose bleeds. Right, I, and you have to wear I, those funky I, goggles. And I got to wear the funky goggles for a
2: minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my God, Daryl Sisko. I'm losing, um, I'm losing it. Eobard Thawne is trapped in our time again. Mm-hmm. But as I said, this is a different Eobard Thon. He does not know that Barry Allen is the Flash. Right? He's trapped for the first time. He's trapped for the first time in time, in his timeline. Right? Yeah. In his timeline. So he's much earlier in his career mm-hmm. than than we saw before uh, with the Eobard Thawne. And again, it's just um, he's just start, that uh, I mean, this is the first time he's figuring out when in time. The Flash
2: existed, even. I mean, again, he doesn't know Barry Allen. He doesn't. Right, know... Right. He's still him. trying to investigate his origin, so he could end him. Mm-hmm. Early. Right. He
0: discovers he uh, discovers what time period the Flash is living in, but he doesn't know anything else about him. Uh, he sets up a, a truck with a brick on the um, uh, accelerator to ru- you know a, a tanker truck full of explosives to rush down a busy street. The Flash comes to save the day. I mean, he's not super strong or anything, and the the brakes are cut, you know, cut on the truck. There's no way to stop it. Uh, Barry finds the tire iron. and says, "Aha!" and then takes off all the tire, uh, takes he off was, all the tires of the truck before
2: it hits the wall. That's
0: I didn't so even awesome. think to
2: do that though. Like I was like, "Wow, I wonder how he's gonna stop this truck." He it, didn't it didn't even occur it to me. me you know, right? That's yeah. what I thought he was gonna do. I thought he'd something like that, but it didn't occur to me that he could. You know what? You're super fast. You could just take the wheels off. Yep. Stop.
0: We then uh, find out about a break-in the Mercury Labs where the reverse flash has come to steal the tachyon uh, tech that they tried to borrow before um, from Tina McGee uh, Dr. Tina McGee at uh, Mercury Labs. He takes Dr. McGee with him and uh, escapes and they're all freaking out because it's the reverse flash and Harrison Wells gives the explanation about why the reverse flash isn't the reverse, reverse flash that they know um, again, headache-inducing, but <laughs> he's further right. up on the timeline. He's the, yeah, the earlier version. Um, they try to figure out where he is, but they really have no idea you know, where to look. And um, Cisco is, is uh, you know, is that, uh, at what's said He's trying to use his powers to
2: find the Reverse Flash. You know, what's weird is ha- what what made threw me a little bit with this is Harrison using Cisco to do this when his portrayal could have been also seen.
0: Yeah. Because they mentioned at the beginning of the episode that the turret. Someone, you know, it's like a cranial injury through the nose or whatever that killed him. But then they just kind of let that go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They don't, yeah. you know, investigate you know, who could have done it. How would he, right. yeah, was he killed or whatever?
3: <laughs> and they just
0: kind of mentioned it and then no more.
3: <laughs> well, I thought, didn't they kind of think? Maybe it was an aneurysm or something like that.
2: Well, it was an aneurysm once well, he did what he did, but I mean like, they know they're like well, it's convenient that it was caused now that it happens now when he's been using his powers all the time and nothing's happened. So right,
4: right, right.
2: But everybody's so scattered that you know, like Caitlin is so worried about Jay right now that she's not thinking about it. But Barry
0: is freaking out because of course Reverse Flash know, hello. Uh, Cisco is trying to uh, figure out a way to make Jumpstart his powers. He goes to Harry, uh, the Harrison Wells verse 2, and Wells uh, tells him to meet him in the time room. Cisco goes in there, and Wells is wearing the reverse Flash costume, scares the crap out of Cisco's pants, and Yes, he He screams like a woman.
4: <laughs> yes, he did.
0: Yes, he did. <laughs> I don't mean that in a derogatory way against women. It just sounded like a woman no, scream. Like a woman. <laughs> it was an register. He yeah. did. Yes, it was in a high register. I don't, yeah, I'm not. That's not a, a male chauvinist thing at all. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it sounded like a woman's scream, and it turned out that the adrenaline uh, of fear is what kickstarted his power. So uh, Wells makes him some funky goggles that uh, stimulate there uh, that that kind of adrenaline, and he sees a vision of Thawn killing McGee and going back into the future. And uh after a while, they realized that what he is seeing through his vibe power is actually three hours in the future. It's 952
2: pm. He can see the future mm. in the future. Well, what throw me again is like the, the the sinister look of of Harrison Wells like, did you like why? I don't know, it just kept making me think you can't control his abilities. you can't you surely can't predict what he's going to see so what if he sees further in and sees what you're doing trying to trick the flash into being more powerful to so that you could see your yeah you know, like you can trap him and, and be with uh and reverse flash can come and take it to the speed away and then you get your daughter like but I you just think I just kept thinking he wouldn't you be a little bit more worried that he would he might see oh. your portrayal
3: no, because it's not in the script.
2: Oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Hmm. All
2: right, fine. It's not in the script. My bad.
0: Barry is able to locate Reverse Flash, just in time to stop Dr. McGee, and uh, leads to a chase. Reverse Flash says, catch me if you can. hmm And they run uh, and run and run and run, and finally Barry corners them in, in what looks like a warehouse of some sort with uh, a chain, chain link everywhere. And Barry beats the living hell out of him. Sure does. To he? the point where Joe is telling him not to kill him. <laughs> don't
4: kill him.
0: I mean Barry is That's pretty awesome.
2: PS. hmm But yeah, he beats the hell out of him. Well, and, he did um, kill his mother. Yeah. I mean, you you say to yourself, Would you be able to stop yourself from doing that? Yeah. From exactly. Killing him? I don't know if I could.
0: So Barry brings him back to Star Labs. Cisco takes the victory lap. <laughs> he kind of uh, confronts the, the imprisoned Thawne, which was dumb. Yeah, that was really. Sad. Yeah, I don't even understand yeah. that that scene at all. No, I mean I understood I Barry, You know what? I understood later when Barry goes down there
4: mm-hmm.
0: and like you know he's in shadow so he can't see his face or learn his name or whatever. I, that I understood more than
2: Cisco. Well, I think Cisco just changed the timeline. Yeah, by by showing his face and then doing and telling him that he was the one. That helped to catch him, you know, to catch him. I think whatever had happened before that, like every time you do something, there's a change, and they kept saying it in the episode. We probably won't know what it is yet. I think whatever is going to be, it's going to be on Cisco as opposed to we've already seen what happens with Barry when right. that, when that thing happens. So I think now it's flipped, and now it's on. It's going to be on Cisco. He's going to have a fascination with with Cisco now. Hmm. And it's going to change things because he just kept saying it like he just kept he just kept going on and on. And this dude is is, yeah. is is certified to be crazy. So now you know his fascination with the Flash is one thing, but he looked at Cisco like, oh.
3: But I have to agree with Jim. It, it just felt out of character for Cisco.
2: It did. You, you usually expect the dumbest things like that for Wally to. I mean, for um, Barry to do for you just don't expect it with uh with cisco to do something like that like he's not usually the guy to just be like i did it i did it i did it and i got you like it didn't make sense for him to be that mad.
3: right right
2: he didn't kill him he didn't kill his parents i mean
3: well i mean just just being that kind of no. braggadocious at the same time just doesn't feel like cisco to, well, even to add, add to that like, somebody's face you know right and add to that common sense this dude is trying to
2: find as much information on barry as literally he can so once he gets barry's identity id that's what enables him to go back and kill his mother why would you help him because if he goes after you he's gonna of course he's gonna look at who's around you if you're working with the Flash like that it's not that hard to just look at who are your friends who are you who are the only three two three people you hang around with and just eliminate the uh, the right. names from there right with history like you you're giving him all the it's like okay, you just give him all the information and like you could even if you're gonna taunt him you could have put a, a, a hood on you could have like you're just telling the villain everything you did and he's a time traveler. So dummy, if he goes back, like you just told him everything you did already. You're well, just making it easy.
0: As uh, as Harrison Wells of Earth two tells Barry, this this is the First Flash's origin story. This is where he finds out about Star mm-hmm. Labs. This is where he finds out about all the people on Team Flash. Even if he doesn't find right. Barry's identity, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is where he learns like a lot of the ancillary stuff that ends up, you know, becoming part of his origin of why he
2: hates the Flash.
0: You know, oh. but trying to be better than the
2: Flash. And you're helping um, them. You're like, oh, this is the gun I use when I, you know, this is where I put my secret stash of stuff to get you. And it's like, oh, okay, go ahead, help everybody. Help the bad guys.
0: As as Sisko is uh, going down to Taunton, he leaves, and he has a really wicked nosebleed. Mm-hmm. And by the time he makes it up to this the um, the, the central command area, um, he is having a seizure.
2: Well, Harrison gave him a sinister look. See so now, when this happened,
0: when, when this happened, I thought it was because of Harrison's goggles. I did too. I did, totally not think, I did not think it was because of the timeline shifting. or but whatever.
2: if you notice in the first scene when they when they're up uh, before he goes down to the prison, when they're upstairs or wherever it is when they're in the command center, I guess he his nose starts to bleed a little bit. Nobody notices it, but Harrison does, mm. and he gives that sinister look of like okay, everything is going according to my plan. Like, he had that look like, I planned for this to happen. I was, So I kept waiting for something to come out that it, it he knew in advance that he that Cisco was going to fall out of face because of what they did or whatever. Like, it was all calculated to do that, to force Barry to do what he did by sending him back. See, yeah, I thought he, he thought that, uh, well... I thought
0: that when he reacted that way, it was because he was expecting that kind of reaction from the goggles that he made. You know what I mean? Like that 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 kind of uh, yeah, side effect that's, from that's the vibe goggles.
2: It. But uh, it turned out not to be turned out to be a. But he he just okay. had to send us to look like yes. This is I knew this. He was,
3: always looks sinister. Tom Cavanagh is
2: having a great time playing this. Scene. He is. Oh yeah, because he you stared know, at him though. Like it, it really made me go, oh no, what did he do? Like what, what has he done?
3: It's funny as uh, when I was on vacation, I just decided to binge watch a couple seasons of Scrubs, and I forgot that he played JD's brother, yeah, the screw up, and it was just so funny. Because it's such an opposite Totally different Totally yeah. 180 of, of characters And yeah you can just tell He is having a blast playing this character
2: And, you st- and I still want to like the dude I don't know
3: why Yeah, yeah. he's got charisma Daryl
2: You want to trust him But it's like do you realize You really can't even though he's not Super sinister he's still not Trustworthy though he's still a liar
0: uh, as Cisco goes into a deeper seizure, he becomes like a hole in time,
4: mm-hmm. and it
0: turns out that if they keep Eobard Thawne locked up in the um, in the cage in Star Labs, then he will not be able to go back to his timeline, and Cisco will have been killed, and, or will disappear in a, like a time edit. Again, I know my head is starting to hurt. I know. We're, we're all shaking and bleeding. It's basically, kind of like basically Eobard Thawne has to go back to the future for Sisko right. to, to live.
3: Right. right.
2: Yeah,
0: it makes more sense in context of the show than in a recap. That's for sure. It sure does. And so Barry has to do one of the hardest things in his life and like let Barthann go and throw him back into the future through a hole in time. Mm-hmm. Because it and, takes their combined speed to do it, and hence it getting stronger, right? Pushing himself more, right? Exactly. I mean, before we did he trigger time travel, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's like doing it on purpose. Um, we had a, su- a couple of subplots here. Uh, number one subplot is Caitlin and Jay Garrick. Uh, they d- Caitlin thinks, so well, why don't we just get healthy cells from the Jay Garrick doppelganger on Earth 1? Why don't we? Why don't we? Well, it turns out Jay Garrick has already scoped this dude out. And his name is not Jay Garrick on Earth 1. It is, and get ready comic oh. book fans, Hunter Zolomon. <gasps> A name well known to so right. comic book fans. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Comic book fans of the flesh. Right. I'm not going to go too far, I'm much further into it than that. Um. But anyway, that he, you know, he looks just like Jay. It's his doppelganger, but different name. Uh. But there's some reason that uh he can't, that Jay cannot approach him for cells, but he won't say to Caitlin why. hmm And that the only reason, the only way he can really be saved is if he can get his speed back. So. Uh. There's also another subplot about Patty. Well, it's actually three subplots. Why well, I mean, oh yeah, there are, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll get to that too. We will get to the all the feels subplot mm-hmm. about, about Mama, uh, Mama West. Um, Patty has figured out that Barry is a flash on her, mm-hmm. and Joe lies to her, and Iris lies to her, and then Barry ultimately lies to her a couple times. But Patty knows. She's figured it out by going through the case files and putting two and two together. Realized that you know he's working at Star Labs as well. So, you know, she figures out he's the Flash. She finally nails it. At the end of the episode, when she's leaving, she's going out of town. She's going to forensic school uh, in another city. Uh, she's going to, you know, to college. And she calls Barry and says, there's a man with a gun on the train. I don't know what to do. And the, the Flash shows up.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, you know, Patty knows. Barry knows that she knows, but he can't say. Right. But he stops vibrating his face long enough for Patty to see his face and to know that it's him.
2: Yeah, you know that I know that
0: you know that I know. You that know I, that I can't tell you that it's true, but right. like you know, you that know it's true. that <laughs> that I know,
3: and, the and girl, I, know I love you, you know.
2: Girl, I love you. I just can't be with you.
3: And I love that they went that direction with uh, the character because
2: how does that stupid? It, it, it's nah. always the
3: it's always the girlfriend or the best friend or somebody that just can't see it, you know, and it's so mm-hmm. obvious, you know. And here it is; she's a detective on a Meta squad, and uh yeah, she's gonna figure it out, and I'm glad they went that way with. I kind of wish she
2: yelled at Joe a little bit. I kind of wish he had more of a conversation with Joe, though. Like yeah. you, from the giddy up, you've been, you you've totally been, you know. Later. Yeah, that's true. Playing me, I did just with a little bit, but I don't. I think I guess for, I think because of time and there's so much they were trying to get done. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot in this episode. It's pretty packed. Yeah, that I can understand why it, it had to be short as and well. And
0: as Daryl reminded me, there's another subplot with Francine, yeah, uh, who is dying, mm-hmm. and uh, Joe and, and Iris go and talk to her and spend some time with her, but Wally will not. Wally's he's stubborn, right? He's too busy doing street races to raise, uh, um, to hospital pay for money, hospital, yeah, the hospital bills. But um, Iris has a heart-to-heart with him and says, "Look, you know." I lost my fiance last year. I never got to say goodbye to him. I never tell, got to tell him how much I loved him and how much he was my world and everything. And you know, people will go in and out of your life all the time, and you're going to regret not being able to say goodbye to them if you have the chance. Right. And which is very true. And um, um, she she ends up uh, talking. Well, and then at the end of the episode, Wally comes to her house and says, "You know, will you go with me to go see my mom?" And they go together to see Francine in the hospital. Yeah, I like that. that. they did that. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was good. That was another another episode of the feels. So, and that was the Flash
2: episode eleven, season two. Now I have a theory. A friend of mine, we were talking about this this morning. Okay. Uh, all the it seems it's funny how Adam Smasher came out. He's evil, and. Uh, it appears that the Lex Luthor type person, Harrison Wells, who we it comes out to be good, and yeah, w- we were wondering maybe his Shiger theory was Zoom. well, not just Zoom, but we were wondering if maybe this Earth, the Earth that Harrison is from, and 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 all those people that came over, is it would it be something if they're from the Earth where all the heroes are villains? And the the villains are the kind of the heroes? Or or, uh, the bad bad kind of wins? Because it seems to be no heroes over there except for Jay. Jay Garrick seems to be the only superhero in that world at all. Well, I did read a clip this week about somebody we're going to be
0: seeing in Earth 2 in the next episode. And I don't know if I want to spoil it. All right. But it's definitely going to be someone we recognize. Hmm from maybe another show on the same network. Mm. So I'm going to leave it at that. Mm. Okay, so I give this episode a B, solid B. It was cool to see the reverse flash again. Yes. Uh, they really did pack a lot of subplots in this episode. Sure did. Um, so that you know that was you know both good and bad for different reasons. Um, I almost wanted Barry to say something to Patty, but... I kind of did. But then the way they played it out was fine.
2: And if you're not going to have her yeah. on here for the rest of the season, then it's
0: yeah, like, don't then, bother. Yeah, don't bother. You might as well let it go.
3: Yeah. yeah, I wanted him to say something too, but I think it worked out fine.
2: That whole he can't have love thing just is so. Oh, weird. I know. so arrow. Yeah, it didn't need <laughs> it. Like, it's so just, arrow season it, one through three. You really don't need it. If he just said, listen, until we get this. Uh, reverse Flash thing taken care of all this all this evil Flash stuff since he's going after people's families and whatnot and loved ones okay I won't say anything till we get that taken care of but that whole thing of you will never have love even when Joe said it to him I just was like that don't even sound like something Joe would say right my, my favorite line of this whole episode was um
0: you know your is like see you sued Flash and he goes I'll always be here waiting for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all had that moment. The Supergirl had her moment of that. We just, yeah, it was the 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 White Martian and he Barry had his moment with this. And but as liked.
0: I said, I give this a B. It was a good, solid episode of the Flash.
2: Yeah, i i gave it the I gave it a B minus. It had some, it had some unnecessary emotional scenes it didn't need to have. Uh, there's certain things they didn't need to do so much of in this um that I think they keep repeating sometimes with with superhero shows that they don't a trope of right. the forced uh you can't have love and the for like he, if, if she because I know they would have went two ways right. if Patty had stayed and found out he was a flash I knew she would have been dead by the end of the season and he would have had to do the revenge thing
3: but her yeah, you, you kind of hope they wouldn't pull that. Trophy. Which I don't. Yeah, you're, I, don't, I get tired right, of that. They probably would,
2: though. Yeah, they would have killed her off. So to not, and I guess because we already had the thing with what happened with Eddie, let's not just repeat that for another. You know, like let's not repeat that for for the second season and have someone, a loved one, die like that, sac- being killed off or sacrificing themselves. Uh, either one. Let's just take her off the you know, off the map for now. So Yeah. So so
0: long, Patty. Hopefully we'll see you again in season next season or something. Like that. Yeah, I, I really did great.
3: like her character. Oh, she was yeah. great. I think and she was great. Yeah. And and I agree. I, I go with a B minus on this episode too. So uh, for pretty much the same reasons, but you know also there were that 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 moment with Cisco and Ibarthon. Thon. It's just
2: Yeah, it was a dumb moment.
3: I just it it just felt wrong and out of place and that, yeah. that was just enough to knock the episode down a little bit for me. So if it is a, when you change
2: time then it makes people do dumb things so that there are other things that happen. <laughs> then I yeah. guess it explains why people did what they did. I guess, yeah. And can we stop uh Kidnapping Dr. McGee. She seems to only be on the show to get kidnapped or threatened. Or stolen from.
0: Or stolen from, right. Her tachy- she's the only
2: one with tachyons I would anywhere. Love... And
0: she always gets ripped off.
2: Yeah, I would love to see her <laughs> just consult one day. And just yeah. consult and not be, her life not be almost about to end. Well, here's it the just... thing about that character. Though. That actress and
0: that character's name... I mean, are both from the original Flash show. Right. With uh, John Wesley Shep. Right. So I'm wondering if that's going to play out some way
2: or, or not. How does
4: Star not Labs make or...
2: money, though? I, I Like, I. that's another thing that's It's kind of... They don't explain it at all. Like, Star Labs ain't open for everybody. So how are they keeping it... Like, to run a laboratory? Right, just to keep the lights on, the electricity and stuff. Of that size? And you yeah. have prisoners down there and the whole thing like who the Big hell belly is paying for alone
0: them? are going to put you in
2: exactly so who is pay- like how are they making money like I thought that they would continue the thing of okay they are develop weapons and sell them to the police you know like t- ways to help fight metahumans well if you that think about it sense.
0: which metahumans are still down there though because in that episode Rogue Air you're right yeah like right. they all got out the turtle mm-hmm. is dead Yo, Thun right. got
2: let out I mean, who else is down there? That's true. Like, well, he's been nonstop been been doing his flashy thing. You would think that he caught some people in between episodes since he's always patrolling and stuff. Hmm. But then again, like, how the hell would they maintain that? Like, they didn't even know the turtle was dead for a little while. Right. So how do you even, like, yeah, again, like, they they need to, I think after this season, they need to come up with a, it's starting to become the arrow, everybody breaks into the headquarters thing. Yeah. For the Flash, it's starting to be, you can't maintain a lab like that and not have some type of income. Well, they also
0: need, like, a Bell Reeve or something like that. They this, do, which I going, thought
2: they were going to build. I like, thought I, they were, too. And I that, thought that yeah. they were going to do that, like, like, why are they not developing tech? You know, not... If they don't want to do weapons, I understand that. But why not develop tech to capture and, and you know, protect police officers? Like, that's yep. a legit thing. And you can... The city will pay you for that.
0: Or it would be cool if it turned out that that cool tech of the DEO was stuff mm-hmm. that Cisco did.
2: Well, you know, yeah, they, like, yeah. they, you
0: know, could into Supergirl that way. Kind of an obtuse way.
2: You, know? you gotta sell your well, pet. To, to to keep a lab like that, you have to sell patents. There's well, no... I
3: thought Star Labs was consulting for the police via Cisco. Mm-hmm. They did, but they never. They never really,
2: go, yeah, They never really go into that very much. No, it,
3: but I was, was assuming cloud, that like, was like, still going
0: on. A couple of gadgets, but I mean, but they, we
2: they, never they, see it. Like they should yeah, at least was, somehow yeah. show it. Like you never see the police with any kind it, of tech. You, know? you never see the police with any tech. And when they're fighting, like they just are shooting and then they get beat up or killed. And then or they just they just wait for the flash to come because he usually runs so fast. He's there before anything else. And he takes care of it. So it's it's kind of I don't know. There's something, little things like that they need to deal with. Like that's their arrow moment. Like, you know, little things that they're not paying attention to because it's they're focused on other stuff.
0: Yeah, I think the whole like imprisoning the metahumans really needs to be addressed a little better in the flash. Yeah,
2: they got to get a prison. Like, these people are popping up everywhere. Like, even there's not everyone's coming from the other world. There are people on, you know, that are here that have, uh, that are metahumans that are doing bad stuff, and others that have got away and, and they're out there peekaboo and stuff. And like, they've got to have some... Like, there's, there's, why, how can you not, like, it, have something in place to to deal with that. I'd love to see a trial of one of these many humans. Oh yeah, that'd be great. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Shall we uh, move on to Arrow?
2: Yes. Yep.
0: Season four, episode eleven, uh, titled "A Wall," or as Rich probably titled it, "Return of Goth Felicity." I'm saying
2: I, I listen. I'm on meds too, and I didn't know they do that. No. <laughs> and and why is she cosplaying as Neil Gaiman's death? I don't know. That's a lot that's some stuff. I don't know yeah. what they
3: gave her for the pain. That
2: must be real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real good. Wow.
3: I had good no stuff. issue with it. Whatsoever. I'm I bet sure you didn't. Did. You got too probably. Felicities. You probably were
0: starting your own like fanfic from that. You sure? Oh, what? Right let me right help now. you out of that wheelchair. Please. But <laughs>
2: don't explain oh. it. <laughs>
0: but
2: don't explain it on the show. No, it's a whole different. Shits of
3: felicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's already too dirty. You're already. <laughs> clean. All right. Well, you guys discuss. I'll be in my bunk. Oh no. Ugh. Wash
0: that bunk down. Actually, this is most of this episode was mainly about the Diggle brothers.
2: Yes, and yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, got a Diggle brothers flashback from the, when they were in Afghanistan. Well, remember, there's not been a Diggle centric episode since what season, season one? No, no, there was one last season. Season one, okay. But how many episodes have that been? A long time. Well,
3: what? it was it was ironic to me because last week's uh, podcast, I was like, why. I'm sick of the flashbacks. If they're going to do them, can we have another character? Oh, and No Island. Yes, that was great. <laughs> I loved it. Why do I seem to like the No Islands more
2: than anything? Episodes more than the regular episodes sometimes.
0: Diggle and Lila are walking home after dinner, and they're talking about why they didn't get a cab. And mm-hmm. whenever people are talking about that, something's bound to happen because they're just yeah. walking down the street. Of course. And uh, the Asian agent that we saw episodes ago, um, who gave uh, uh, Diggle the dirt on his brother uh, back in last season. That, that was last season, wasn't it? Or was it earlier this season? It was earlier this season. Because it was earlier this season, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, comes running to uh, Dylan Lila and says, Look, you know, I'm compromised. Uh, Lila's the only person I can trust. I, you know, I was on a black op uh, for Amanda Waller. And while they're saying that, he gets uh, he gets attacked by these guys wearing uh, uniforms from a group that Diggle recognizes called Shadowspire.
2: All right, and D- always yell out the villain quickly. Don't before you get shot. Yes.
4: Okay. <laughs> <All> right.
2: <laughs> so uh,
0: they're kind of like a Blackwater type group. They're like mercs for hire or whatever, and they're led by the guy who just happened to be the commanding officer of Diggle and his brother in Afghanistan, which leads right into the flashback where uh, the Diggle brothers are guarding a whole bunch of opium, mm-hmm. and the commanding officer offers to give them, like, a cut of the opium with some of that, you know, and we to disappear. And, of course, Andy says no, you know, and his brothers say no way. Uh, we later find out that Andy's little brother um, cut, an, cut an extra deal with the commanding officer and did, indeed, sell some of the opium uh, to make some money and kind of, you know, start his you know long and arduous path down the dark side, I guess. Um, back in Afghanistan, but anyway, this group, Spire, you know, takes this agent away, shoots Diggle, and leaves him and Lila in the street, and, uh, you know, Lila's kind of po because she's out of the game or whatever, she goes to see Amanda Waller, and Amanda Waller says, there's nothing I can do, but surreptitiously gives her a hard drive, uh, because, you know, everything, Argus is watched and under surveillance, and she wanted to help Lila out, but not in a way that would be noticed or seen, you know. Um, they, they get into the hard drive and it's all this group, uh, shadow spire that they're uh, looking for, uh, you know, uh, rail guns, I guess they said,
4: right. but,
0: uh, Deagle's Brothers brother like, no, that's the way they operate. It's, it's, uh, it's the deception. You know, they'll make you think they're doing one thing, but actually they're doing another. And what the real op is, is breaking into Argus and getting the codes for the Rubicon, which I guess is some sort of doomsday weapon, uh, from Amanda Waller. And uh, this is while Diggle's brother is in uh, custody at Argus um, in the basement. And Diggle is there visiting him. Uh, They get locked down with Shadow Spire taking over the Argus um, complex. And the CEO, Diggle's brother's old CEO from Afghanistan, says, look, I'm going to start shooting people every 20 minutes. And you're going to end up giving me the codes or everybody in this room is going to end up dying. And then he shoots the guy to prove his point. And he meant it. Right. So meanwhile, the Diggle brothers are downstairs and Andy's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go try to take care of this. He's in, he ends up, he remembers something Felicity taught him and is able to wire a TV to send a signal out. Which it I
3: kind of took me out of it. Right? I was and like, it.
0: really? Was, yeah.
3: MacGyver,
0: yeah. Diggle, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's MacGyver Diggle. Yeah. And then his brother uh, tells him, you know, hey, you, you know, this is no time for you to not trust me. And, uh, you know, so uh, the CEO, another 20 minutes goes by, and, uh, you know, Amanda Waller's like, You can kill everyone in this room. I'm not going to tell you anything. And
3: he's like, Okay, pop.
0: He's like, Okay. And he shoots Amanda Waller. Yep. Right in the head.
3: I was kind of thrown back at that moment. Totally.
2: Surprised. But then it made me go, Oh, is this the whole thing of. Because of the Suicide Squad movie coming out that you have to get rid That's of. what I or thought. Maybe. It, it yeah. could be there's some overlap
0: there. That's a good point, Daryl. I didn't think of that. Um, they, bring, they bring up uh, the younger Diggle brother from a, from downstairs. And uh, he comes up and they recognize you know, the CEO recognizes him. And uh, you know, they're kind of like, hey, dude, what's up? And uh, he says, yeah, my, my do-gooder brother's is tra- in the ventilation system trying to pull a diehard on you guys. And they find andy in the ventilation system they bring him into um where lila and his brother are you know and they you know they start to question him and then just as this all happens in comes team arrow and it turns out that it was all a, a triple cross and the, the diggle brothers actually are working together and him and lila and our, our andy and his brother and lila kind of clean house all right. on these guys with the help of team arrow
2: good action that yeah it's a good cool. action sequence Cutting the cuffs with uh, when all, when they worked together and, and uh, oliver used the arrows to uh to break the handcuffs at right. the right time that was it was a cool uh cool i had a lot it had nice good pockets of of, of action and it did i think this episode really flowed well with I, the I thought this one was really good in this episode i liked the
0: the way they had it set up it was kind of side dark and all that which was cool mm-hmm um, plus they had the, all the bonding with the brothers, you know? Yeah. Um, we end up, uh, at the end of the episode, they, by the end of the episode, uh, the Diggle brothers are reconciled and he's not, rather than keeping, uh, uh, Andy cooped up in the cage, Diggle believes he can, he can trust him again. And he invites Andy to stay with him and Larla in their house. And then Andy gets to hold the baby
2: for the first time. Now how's that going to work? I have no idea. Because you have a wife and a and a daughter that thinks you're dead, that have moved away. You are well. Stained. And they trust him. That's the other thing. Like, he's yeah, betrayed you countless times. He yeah, exactly. He went into the military. He betrayed right. you when he
3: left the military. He's a he's, I, a
0: he's a subplot waiting
2: to happen.
3: Yes. Well, was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, Daryl, is is do you think he's
2: Trustworthy? I don't I think when Damien Dark comes back, it he's gonna flip a yeah. switch and the dude is gonna flip again. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't think do
0: he's with, surviving this season. Well he might have a uh, he might have something to do with the um you know the grave that they're standing over in that flash forward. You know what I mean? He might be able to, you know, like you said, Dark flips a
2: switch, that might be how they get to something. Either way, uh, he's not so. live I either way he's not outliving. Yeah. Ooh, See, that could be Diggle in that grave. Ooh. I don't. I don't think they're gonna kill Diggle. the bro. main characters. I think they'll kill him though. The brother.
0: Uh, the other main plot or the other plot throughout this episode is Felicity's moment of doubt. Now that she's been, uh, um, you know, put on the sidelines, and put in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she is. Voices. She's doubting herself, and she's having hallucinations of herself as a hack as back in her hacker hacker days. Where, like, literally she looks like death from Neil Gaiman's book. She sure does. The hair, the onk, everything. So hot. She, and she has, like, a, uh, you know, kind of schizophrenic uh, um, argument with herself and finally realizes that, you know, that's not who she is anymore. That's who she was and who she is now.
2: She's mm-hmm. going deal. This kind of went back. This all went back again of you gave up your life to be with a boy. Like, this was kind yeah. of the argument that we didn't get why she was arguing about this. It was the fight with no one. She was having the fight with herself. When right. It was no argument, really. So, this is seen to be a continuation of that. But then, the end, you know, Felicity is triumphant and she gets
0: a code name, which yeah. is my favorite line in this episode. Uh, Oliver calls her Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And she says, Overwatch, She goes, Yeah, I figured it was time you had a code name. Besides. I wanted to call you Oracle, but uh, it was taken. Huh? Nice. <laughs> nice. So everybody's, uh, you know, uh, yeah. they were saying that she was going to become Oracle. No, not quite.
3: Okay. Kind of. Yeah. But not quite. I don't know if I like the name Overwatch, though. It sounded like an organization, right? Yeah. Yeah, more like yeah, more like a, a company or organization. That doesn't.
2: think of XCOM. Time. I play
3: XCOM all the time,
2: and mm-hmm. Overwatch isn't that, so.
3: I mean, I don't hate it, but I just don't love it either, so.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a weird, if all the code names you'd think it'd be something a little bit more, you know. I'd call it tech or something. something Eagle Eye. Something more personal. Besides uh, Overwatch, it just feels like there's.
0: So uh, I thought this is a pretty solid episode of Arrow. Yeah, I think so too. i give it a B.
2: I gave it a B. I've too.
0: been doing a lot of As and Bs or A minuses and Bs today, but you know, B on this one. it was solid. solid know, the felicity stuff was a little long. Like we didn't that's need why I get to B. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but I really dug that they uh, did. Like I said, you know, we've been suggesting they do flashbacks of other characters forever. Mm-hmm. I hope
2: they continue them. that. Like I, I, hope I they do really, too. I'm really enjoy when they get away from the island and stuff for a while. Yeah, and that terrible wig. Yes, <laughs> they don't do good with
3: wigs and helmets. This. Yeah, well, I, I just had to throw that in there as an homage to Jerry from last week. You know, had had a little hair talk. So true, so true. Save it for uh, Sarah Lance's
0: headband in Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, let's
0: go ahead and bounce to that then. Um, season one, episode two, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, Pilot Part 2. Come on, guys. That's your title. You could do
2: better. Or you could just name it Messy. Yeah, Messy. Because this team is a mess. They did that one. You know, what? Yep.
0: I got, you know yep. what? This episode was so fun. It um, was. Oh, yeah. Like, it was that, a lot of fun. That curve.
2: opening sequence where they
0: go to the weapons auction, and, like, your know, Captain Cold steals somebody's credentials, but that doesn't work, so Stein has to, like, bluff his way in. And it's Stein who
3: does it, you know. Oh, yeah, man, that was awesome. And, and, let's, and well, all the let's stuff with Young for, Stein and everything is well, hold just on, it let, was I'm so much fun. i about the
0: beginning. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Daryl. What?
2: No, I was just saying let let's hear it for for how you know how you Stein is, is coming up. Like he's just the. Oh yeah, he's all over this episode. He's like, like I, I, I got this. Saying. He's like, I got this. I got this. But they uh,
0: they start off the episode going to a um a weapons auction. Uh, in Norway, who knew Norway? I'm saying right. It's like it looks like the international bad guy convention because guess who else oh. is there in his Nehru jacket? But Damian Dark. What? Some Hive dudes, yeah. Really? And he looks exactly the same as he does on Arrow. Now he doesn't look any younger. It's played God. by exactly the same actor, Neil
2: McDonough. Yeah, he's another. I guess he's another Steve Martin. Just always had gray hair, white hair. It just. That's the way it is. They, they're at the weapons auction. They found in a Professor Boardman's
0: notebook. You know, he, rest in peace, Professor Aldous Boardman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they go sure. in, and uh, Vandal Savage has a nuclear warhead.
2: Sure, he does.
0: Um, for auction, for sale. Sure. So they're in the middle, and, and they bid by shooting into the ceiling. You know, I hear one hundred million. <laughs> And first, kind of like I that. rolled
3: my eyes at that, and then I, I just realized, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. Oh, there's yeah. a room of
0: villains, right? Let's yeah, no out. doubt, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> so they accidentally bid on the nuclear weapon themselves. wave <laughs> uh, bids on it accidentally. And, uh, you know, Damon Dark is like, uh, hey, I you know, I know everybody, but I don't know you. Yeah, what's going on? And Stein is unable to kind of... Uh, you know, play it off anymore, and uh, all hell breaks loose. They go into full battle mode. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, this hell You know what? This show looks expensive. It I'm does. Yes, it, it does. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say that right now. I mean, it looks like it costs a lot to make, and I don't know if that's because of the ingenuity of, of everything looking like mm-hmm. they're doing a great job with a small budget, or if they have really put a lot of money into it, or both, because this fight sequence was great. Like, the camera tracked the Atom, as he went from one, from being small. Yeah. Like, kicking the guys back and cool. forth, kind of like that one part of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he went from him to the White, you know, tracked over to the White Canary. We see, you know, Captain Cold the he you mm-hmm. know, again, the Atom swooping by. and There's a lot going on. And then they cut to Vandal Savage, who's, like, watching all of them. And, and then you think
2: Firestorm in yeah, here? Yeah, yeah.
0: And then, but but when they you know, yeah. had that one shot with Vandal Savage, I was like, oh, shit. He's mm-hmm. gonna know all the shit now. Oh, yeah. Oh no! And, and sure enough, that's what happens. You know. Yeah. They um they're able to to, to wreck house at the uh, the terrorist auction. Savage gets away, but a part of the Adam's armor breaks off. And Damn it! Like, he can't okay. keep that suit together for nothing. I know, man. Was it like spitting super glue keeping that together?
3: <laughs> He's why we can't have nice things. I'm
0: saying. But be um. But because of that um. Uh, because of that little bit of tech being left by that leaves that makes uh, you know vandal savage and it. it gives it vandal savage an advantage enough to you know cause the world to be blown to hell even before Rip Hunter's apocalypse like by 2016 by our time, so they have to uh, the one one group uh, of the team goes to um, grab the uh, the the part uh, that was left behind. Um, the only way they could track where the part is is because it emits alpha particles, and the only person in that time who even has, remotely would be able to have an alpha particle scanner is young Martin Stein. Yup. So, so go, young Martin. Old Martin Stein, who introduces himself as Professor Elon Musk, <laughs> and uh, and and young. That killed me. Firestorm <laughs> Usher and
2: and White Canary. Oh my God, Katie! <laughs> Katie last stole a show for me. She oh, is yeah, so. it on this show, and like not only in yep. the fight scenes—I mean,
0: she's like like stealing.
2: I got, stuff. I'm crushing on her.
0: Yeah, she, she like flirts it. a little bit with young Martin Stein. She a she little, little bit, like playing. a little.
3: She's like, well, he flirted. Yeah, me. I, yeah for a, a moment, I thought, oh. Marty was gonna, you know, get a little brown chicken, brown cow going. Like, on. Uh, you ain't gonna smoke this weed. I was <laughs> <this
2: weed."
3: laughs> <laughs> like, you
2: high as hell. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> she, she was, was like, uh, you don't have to partake, but I am. That
0: scene with him when he passes the joint. to so. <laughs> I do not
2: partake of cannabis. Yeah. And she did not even pause. She was what? like, I am getting high.
3: I don't care what anybody says. You know she has been to the other side and back. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like, it's such a.
2: I would, man, listen, I know there's so much and it's greedy to even want this. But damn, I would love to have seen uh, a show set on her mm. on white canary because she i think she could pull it off like a someone who's died and come back and she is like yeah trying to live a life because she never had it she literally never had a life like she went from being a young girl hooking up with her sister's boyfriend to being lost on the an island and hooking up with assassins and falling in love with the, the head of the assassins, Guild daughter. And like the whole thing like she never had a life like she they could do so many cool and yeah, it would it be it could almost do. be like the born identity you know what I mean yes with like her a blank yeah. slate of a person but like it was like reflux could kill you and and she, she can help people like her thing is it, I'm hey, helping people is it, it could still help?
3: happen it could still um, happen and it, it would, and it, on top of that it could happen in another time period too. Hmm have her be totally. left in a time period with a little totally. spin off. Totally. I would, I would just love
2: I would love for them to do what they did with uh what they're doing with Agent Carter. I would love to see them do that with her. Oh yeah. Just give give her an arc, give her like six episodes or something. because um, I know it is expensive, you know, like just give her like six episodes too cuz you wouldn't have to spend money as much money cuz you're not doing special effects with her either. You know, she's She's fighting she's just she's right. a good fighter so just I would just and they don't have any shows with a woman as the star of it like they don't have a female lead for a CW show I'm talking about. I' say Supergirl <laughs> on the uh, Hawk, Hawkman and Hawk Woman front
0: or Hawkman Hawk Girl front uh, they found a dagger that Dr. Boardman talked about in his journal that could be used to kill them or the savage used to kill them in their past lives. And because it's associated with their deaths, it could probably be used to kill Savage permanently. Um, But to get it, they're going to have to steal it from, as Captain Cold calls him, a rich rich Russian douchebag. (laughs) Um, And uh, uh, Dr. Palmer is along for the ride on that one. So it's Heat Wave, Captain Cold, and uh, the Atom off to steal a dagger. (laughs) Um, Kendra has to remember what's written on the, um, on the dagger, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, for it to work, I guess. And, uh, she has to have these flashbacks that Carter's kind of like, at first he's like, you know, because we're dead, you know, we, we, we need to bone because we're destiny. Pretty right. much. is his whole like argument. Right. You know? She's like, to, what? She's like, uh, excuse me, I don't even know you. Hello, like, yeah. are you, like what are you doing? Son? Yeah, exactly. Like, get, get he's back. all he's all ready to get on it, and
2: who could blame him? I mean, he's like, we were born to be together. I was like, whoa, 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 hey, whoa. hey, back up, up. <laughs> You
4: up. know,
2: I, ju- I just dumped Cisco. I ain't ready for all that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
4: I
3: know. I need a I need a minute to breathe. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
3: you know, um, Carter. Carter says to her, you know, you're we're we're destiny. We're meant to be together, and. You must be with me. I do that and I get kicked out of the store yeah, exactly. you know, and it's I get creeper.
0: arrested. You know, that's <laughs> something a creeper would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she did
2: give him the you are a creep
0: eyes. Ah, she yep. gave him that. Um, but they because she needs to figure it out, she tries again and then and is able to meditate on it after. She Carter probably to needed that off. weed.
2: She needed that weed for. See, uh,
0: yeah, if Boy Canary <laughs> sign that would have helped. You. She would have figured yeah. it out. Uh, it turns out the, uh, the inscription on the dagger is a love poem. And uh, she, she remembers it. Yeah. Um, the Adam, Captain Cold, he wave. Uh, Ray's not wearing a super suit because he doesn't want to leave any more parts behind. Um, they go and uh, break in. Unfortunately, um, Ray kind of messes everything up. Uh, first, he a dummy box that um, sets off an alarm and alerts the guards. Then, once they get in, um, then once they get into the house, he trips another alarm, which causes a steel cage to get a, uh, to fall down around them, and they're trapped in there in the Russian douchebag's house. Like oh, did I of... mention okay. the Russian douchebag happens to be Vandal Savage? Oops.
2: <laughs> Whoops. But what part of not messing up the timeline do you not understand with the stealing? Yeah, and why did they bring Ray
0: Palmer along? Is what I wanted to know. Well, they probably send the st- professional thieves to yeah. go
2: save but, something, you know. But they're gonna steal all the other. Like I don't understand. Cold, our heat wave. He yeah, kind of doesn't think things through. But you would think cold would eventually. You we see, have. I like just, that line though. Is like, uh, you know,
0: you don't break into the candy store and just steal one piece.
2: Right. <laughs> it's true, but that one little like one little drop has messed up the timeline like completely. Like you don't think maybe stealing stuff that shouldn't be stolen, right. that, that maybe isn't stolen yet might also affect the timeline maybe just a little bit? I don't mm-hmm.
3: know. I like how they're turning Ray into kind of the shaggy of the Scooby gang here. You know, just keeps Trying to do something right and keeps messing up left and right. It's oh, so, so uh, goody really
0: goody. It's yeah. Hard. I love the dis- I love the discussion that him and Captain Cold have while they're trying to wire the box. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: You know about how you, know, you know why you know, you know why didn't you just you know do you know use you know, you're really smart you're good with the electronics or whatever and he's like you know well Robbie Banks is much
2: more satisfying
0: you know they just kind of both kind of state their side.
2: Well, Ray, it's funny how Ray's the one out of the group that just never really lived. Like he didn't know he's been rich, and he's—that's you know, true. He's very sheltered. He really has been a lot. He's been really sheltered. So it's like he learned. He learns a lot, I guess, throughout this this show. This seems to be his learning about life. Like because everyone's well. been damaged. Like everyone
3: around him has been damaged. They're all damaged. And learning the complexity of life, because to him, he kind of has that optimistic, things are just good or bad. And well, the now worst he's thing learning the gray area. He's right. learning that there's more to just one side or the other. There's Well, what's know. the
2: worst thing to happen to him? The worst thing that happened to him is his wife was murdered. I mean, that's a horrible thing. But other than that, that's been his worst. Oh, and he died. And he was in a glass yeah. box for six months or whatever. <laughs> well, even yes. with that, I don't think that's damaged him much. That sucks. Um, his arc is is I like it. I mean, I like it. I like how it, it, it he has to kind of deal with that. Just like uh, you know, Jefferson also has to kind of come out of his shell too, right?
0: Old Sign and White Canary and Usher. Uh, smoke, smoke dope. Smoke, smoke dope with uh, Youngstein. They try to talk him, sweet talk him into giving him the the scanner, but that doesn't okay. work. So, White Canary knocks him out. Yeah, uh, she's like I don't got time for this. I, 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 Stein realizes that this was the night that he met his wife. Mm-hmm. So he sets an alarm uh, next to Youngstein's head to get him to wake up to go to the mixer or whatever, where he met his wife. Right, uh, but as they get back to the ship, uh, the time ship, he looks at his hand, and his wedding ring is fading away, just like you know, Back to the Future style. Yeah. So Marty McFly comes in and right, uh, uh, sings a song and mm-hmm. pretends he wrote it, and... and and Biff ends up crashing into a pile of you know horse manure. Right. And uh, Sarah, she just keeps getting high. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> go yeah. with what you know. I guess. <laughs> yeah.
4: <just
0: kidding. laughs> um. The uh, and they also have to get back to the timeship. Guess who follows them back? But Youngstein, his, his mind is kind of blown uh-huh. by their timeship or whatever. Whoa! Um, and Oldstein still doesn't spill beans as to who he is or whatever. But um, Rip Hunter ends up talking to Youngstein into going to the faculty mixer after all and meeting his wife. So that's part of the timeline fixed right there.
4: Mm-hmm. They pull but, back
0: on Rip this. In the second part of the the uh, right, the they um they find the uh, part of Adams um armor pretty easily. White Canary goes in, kind of mops the floor with everybody, beats everybody up, and she's still
3: high. Such a stone. badass scene. So, so bad. stoned from
0: before. Oh, did I mention that she knocked Youngstein out with a bong? Yeah, I, think she, I left that part Adam's
2: Listen, poor Sarah has been smoking weed for hours now. And then beats up a room full of people. Like nothing. And and probably goes back to smoking more weed. Because she took all the weed. (laughs) I I love that. Maybe she's a green canary. She just took all the weed. (laughs) You know what? You're not a killer no more when you smoke the weed. You're all right. That's how you get through (laughs) the the angriness. Just tell Speedy. (laughs)
0: When you're you feeling crazy, when you want that, you, you feeling that urge to kill?
2: Yeah, just
3: smoke a doobie.
0: It, it works for uh, for me. You know, when I feel like I want to kill someone. Yeah.
3: All right. be even cooler if you did. You
0: know what I'm saying the um, we they get the call from uh, Captain Cold, and he waved that, hey, we broke into Fanadel Savage's house. Whoops, <laughs>
4: <laughs> whoa!
0: And Savage wants to meet the whole Scooby Gang, so they decide to have a big throwdown at. at Savage's house. Um, Party over here. While the um the most of the legends are taking out Savage's men again, really cool action scene here. Yes, well sit, well filmed. It looked really good. Everybody had something to do. It looked credible or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Hawk couple go after Savage.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: Read the instructions, people. Yeah, and uh, Hawkman comes at him with the knife. He stabs Savage, and Savage laughs.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Savage pulls the knife out of him and says You dumbass Kendra has to use this on me <laughs> It's useless if you read
2: use it on me Read the instructions
0: Yes, read the instructions like Daryl said And he turns the knife around and stabs The crap out of Hawkman Killing sure. him and sucking his soul
2: in Like a, like a big bong hit kind Right, of thing. and then Kendra like said and Kendra's thing is Oh, okay, I'm gonna throw myself Into the dude with the knife <laughs> That's how I'm gonna fight. Yeah. I'm gonna right. throw myself into him. That was work.
0: That was bad. Yeah, that was some bad, bad thinking on her part. Yeah, bad, bad move. And Savage stabs her. Right. And takes off. Well, after he gets shot with uh, some repulsor rays. Oh, right. I'm sorry. After as he uh, as he's stabbing Kendra, he gets shot with uh, with one of Adam's repulsor rays and knocks through the wall. right?
2: Because he was gonna do he, he she's lucky he had to do his creepy monologue before he killed her, to give them enough time to, to come right.
0: in right and, and to, to explain play. you know while they were fighting that you know that you know the MacGuffin of the the knife is that she had to use it on him. Mm-hmm. you know and... oops you didn't read the whole thing
3: now was I the only one when Carter died though that thought now Cisco has a chance <laughs>
2: <laughs> did I did uh, you know what I can't even front I did. Yeah. <laughs> I totally had it in the back of my mind. All right, they get back together. He yep. I, yep. I totally yep. did. I totally did. Yep. I was for Team Cisco. I totally was. I was
3: like, come back, <laughs> son. That was the first thing that crossed my the mind.
2: The end man, is out. <laughs> get your girl back. <laughs> but, you know, now she remembers everything, so she needs right. that. Right. Uh, the
0: show med- next to the medical bay, the wave, wave rider, she remembers everything about her past lives now. Uh, but it's too late to tell Carter. Too late. Uh, everybody's bummed out because of Carter's death. Right. And, you know, Rapunter says they have to stay put right now or else they'll hurt Kendra if they try to travel through time. You know, side effects. And then, you know, he asks them again, you know, what, what they want to do. They want to go after Rapunter. Or they want to cut, you know. what the Captain Cole says, you know, you want to fish or cut bait. Mm-hmm. And they all decide to stay and fish.
2: Interesting. Oh, we missed that killer scene with which probably cost a lot of money too. The when Firestorm absorbed the uh, the Ooh. nuclear bomb. Oh,
3: that was I was. can't crazy. believe
2: I forgot
0: that in the in the earlier sequence with the arms uh, dealers. Um, Savage activates the nuclear bomb with a giant timer on it. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest timer ever. That's it's like totally bigger right. than a, like two shoe boxes. Uh-huh, you know, the digital countdown or whatever. Firestorm has to grab the, um, the nuclear bomb and absorb the energy, pretty much, and save the day. And that's how Savage is able to get away, because they're distracted dealing with that. So, that was a cool sequence. And I'm,
2: yeah.
0: I, I, I'm sorry I forgot it.
2: looks even better. Like, they've gotten better at showing his powers. Like, before it was, like, so much flames and stuff. It just... Mm-hmm. Right. You couldn't really see anything, but now they're they're kind of toned down, and you can actually see the suit better. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed. Yeah, it, it looks was, a lot. It looks a lot better.
3: Yeah, yeah. It must be. And I'm really appreciating money. the the relationship between the two of them is is mm-hmm. displayed better now, and just it's yeah, right. yeah. Really liked it. I I I, I don't know. How how far this CBS CW um, DC expanding DC universe is gonna last? But I, I'm totally in it for the long haul, and I mean this show. I, I enjoyed the second half way more than the first half, and I, I did too. And I really loved the first half, but I mean this this is a solid A plus. I mean just the battle scenes, that one. I mean. That that second big one towards the, the 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 third act of the the episode was just I'm like oh man and like you said that had to be expensive you know and, oh, and if it wasn't know, it
0: looked like it did it looked right. like it was you know what it mean? Makes, because it was well it well wonder, well
3: executed yeah it makes you wonder though are we going to get that often because are they going to be able to afford to do that I mean here they. Probably pulled out all the stops for the pilot. So, right. But,
2: um, I think they are sense. the way they, uh, Brandon Ralph, he was on a podcast, he was talking about the show. And I, I did like, I think he, he loved doing the show. But the one thing he probably, he was, he sounded a little bit frustrated with was that, uh, because it's so many people in the cast, that there's not a lot of time that they each have. So they kind of have to cut so much like there's shortcuts they have to do like he it's kind
0: of the same problem they have with the walking
2: dead totally yeah like like having to pay service to all those characters mm -hmm. in one episode when he's in the suit he's not even in it like when they show the suit he's not in it like it's it's a stunt choreographer to do it like it's it's just so much time consuming to even put him in the suit uh when they need him to be in so many other scenes so it's like
3: you know, they, they have to do a lot of, you know, you know splicing and stuff.
4: They,
3: at least for this first pilot, the both parts, um, I think they balanced the characters pretty well as to where there's no one that I forgot about. Although, like you said, there was a lot less rip in the second half. Mm-hmm. You have to pull some back to give,
2: yeah. to give some time to others. You can tell, I mean, it, 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 just in the first two episodes, you you see Rip is not in it as much. And even with Kendra, she's in it, but she's not in it. You know, like, she's in it a lot. It probably makes sense why they had to kill off Hawk. Like, I, and it's funny because when they announced Hawkman, it took them so long to announce it. And it, the way it was announced, it was almost like he ain't going to be in it that long. So don't, you know, don't get too happy right he's only going to be in a certain amount of scenes and i can understand why they had to kill off one of the characters um because there is so many that you you kind of and you and there's more you can do with her because she's you know she's the one that didn't know she didn't remember and she didn't have the experience so now you get to see her kind of have to deal with that now, you know, right. with our memories and learning and how to how to do this whole thing. Why well, give this episode straight up A? I liked it a lot
0: for all the reasons we talked about as we talked about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I, I gave know. it a B plus for Usher uh, for burning sure. that uh, nuclear device down for Usher. Sure. Uh, we asked every I asked everybody on the DCTV podcast Facebook group. By the way, we have a, we have a Facebook group called the DCTV podcast. Facebook group. You should join it. We're almost at 200 members. and It would be great if we hit 200. Um, ask you, know, you guys what you thought of this week at DC TV. Uh, Corey Jackson thought the Lucifer pilot was pretty decent, but the way some people online are bashing it for being procedural-based is really disappointing. Also, is it me, or is the guy playing Vandal Savage on Legends of Tomorrow? Remind, remind anyone else of the guy who played Zod on Smallville, and that both performances are beyond hackneyed. Uh, I never saw. I never watched Smallville. So I, I daily remember the guy that plays. It's been a while since I've seen that episode. Yeah. Like
3: that. I kind of remember. I can. I can Barely. see that.
0: But. Uh, Adam Fatah. I will give Flash a B. I will give Arrow a B. I can't give a grade on Supergirl Legends since I watched those on the weekend. Well, thanks, Adam. <laughs> uh, Robert Cooper uh, came in. I was pretty impressed with how scary Supergirl managed to make The White Martian. I was too, yeah. I was pretty impressed by that. I was disappointed they didn't have Clark. I am Kara to say he would be off-world on JLA business or something, because it's really hard for me to believe he let her and MM Martian Manhunter face that thing alone. Totally. They will have to have Superman on screen in the show if they have the story. If they have the stones to pull an all-out invasion of white Martians, that's definitely mm-hmm. what they were alluding to.
3: Well, there a- for a there for a moment, I thought when when Jimmy goes into his watch. And alerts when he did that, I was thinking, is he hitting up the big guy? And then, you know, immediately it was seen that it was Kara. But, you know, that's, I was like, here it comes, you know. But yeah, I agree. I think at some point they're going to have to integrate it a little bit more than they have. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, why would Superman just allow. It's the same same argument you hear, like, you know, why didn't, you
0: know, why didn't Thor help Captain America and the Winter Soldier? You know what I mean? Right. Or why didn't... You know what I mean? It's just right. the same, same argument.
3: Like, yeah. yeah. Because
0: it would make a crappy story.
3: That's yeah. I mean, it doesn't um, take me out of any of it, so, you know. But I, think yeah.
0: I like Supergirl off by herself, actually. I really don't yeah. see the need to bring Superman into it. Um, that should be the Supergirl-Flashed-Green uh, Arrow crossover story. Enjoyed the Flash? I'm starting to get more curious about Jay Garrick. He's acting a bit squirrely. Zolomon was a cool reveal. Uh, Green Arrow was okay. Uh, hold on, real quick, just to back up a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think there was more to Jake Garrick than meets the eye. Like, me there's too. something he's not telling us. Like, totally. he's got some, something dastardly going on.
3: Like, Yeah, me too,
2: yeah. keep feeling that something's up with him. It's, uh, I do. Every, I, it's every time I see him, it's like he's not saying something. Like, he's not telling them something. Right, there's something he's living out.
0: Yeah. Uh, just like,
2: a- oh
3: what if he is not Jay Garrick? What, Zoom. What if he's Solomon, and he's showing that guy that we were shown sitting in the park bench, and that's actually Jay Garrick? Hmm. Okay. Just saying yeah. he came. He came through, but didn't learn about the. Other. I don't know.
2: Like I said, uh, you and. Dwight Canary had a good
0: time. <laughs> what if, um, What if Jake is <laughs> lying about his name and he's the Hunter Solomon of Earth, too? And he's actually Zoom. Yeah, that could be. Makes sense,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, Arrow is okay. Hope Dark Felicity is gone for good. Uh, <laughs> such a tired version of Hackers. I agree. Yeah.
2: yeah
0: uh, Joseph Gaines, I think the last part of the pilot for Legends of Tomorrow ended strong. It made up for the first half being a bit underwhelming. Man, this show looks expensive. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree on all counts there. Uh, I didn't care for Lucifer. Yeah, I'm one of those complaining about the heavy procedural approach. I'll let my DC noise hosts review the next couple of episodes and tell me if it's worth coming back to. That's fair enough. Yeah. And John Davis, uh, I like the fact that Eobard Thawne is the new face of Reverse Flash. <laughs> uh, the fact that everyone referred to Harrison Wells as the Reverse Flash uh, sullied his memory of mm-hmm. B. Uh, Arrow gets an A for a nice solid episode that had nothing to do with Damian Dark at all for one week. Based on the preview, it looks like two weeks. And we got a non-Island flashback, which is something you guys have mentioned wanting to see. Here, here. Uh, Same here. and glad to see it. Absolutely, John if you want to let us know what you thought about DCTV every week, by all means, join our group, and uh, you can you know, leave your comments. We'll read them on the show. Also, it's, uh, we have a lot of news that we post there, a lot of uh, good uh, back and forth on uh, discussion. Uh, real quick, uh, just hitting the news uh, items uh, quickly on the site. Uh, we may see a revision of Diggle's helmet. Uh, David Ramsey uh, that a, a new upgrade That's is coming cool. for the controversial helmet. Uh, Central City will be working on it. So I guess Cisco's going to do something. Yeah, no more Mag Negro. Oh, man. Let's get rid of that Mag Negra helmet, man. Fix oh that God. helmet. It's terrible.
2: It's terrible. I want Cisco oh. to be like, man, what? Now, what, what
0: are you wearing?
4: wearing? <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> should say.
0: what are you wearing? Oh, my I God. i got to hook you up because that, that is not a good helmet. Uh, Justice League Action is a new Justice League animated series. Yay! Finally, I mean, it's been rumored and now finally announced. We saw some art. Kevin Conroy will be reprising his role as Batman. Hey, cutting That's some so lights.
4: Lights. Yeah.
0: 25 years he's been Batman now. Mm-hmm. So uh, great. Mm-hmm. Also, Mark Hamill will be the joke. Also, you know, just as cool. Uh, they're going to be joined by James Woods as Lex Luthor. Excellent casting there. James Woods is a sinister dude, man. Uh, I remember insane. him as yeah. Owlman in that Crisis yeah.
2: on Two Earths.
0: Can he can play was a bad awesome. guy really well. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. awesome, man. Um, Diedrich Bader, who played Batman on Batman Brave and the Bold, which I know Daryl's not a fan of, but uh, he did a good job on that. He's going to be Booster Gold and um, many more, <laughs> thus, unannounced voice actors, of course. But uh, Sam Register, who's been um, uh, around uh, WB Animation for quite a long time, going back to Animaniacs even. Uh, Butch Lukic, who was on uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Batman Beyond. Alan Burnett has been, you know, with who was like Bruce Timm's uh, right hand man, all you know, going through Batman animated series forward, and Jim Cree, who's a producer from the Green Lantern animated series. We're doing this together, and they have published art. Uh, uh, some production art that shows characters such as The Flash, mm-hmm. John Constantine, Shazam, uh, the Jaime Reyes version of Blue Beetle, and Darkseid. So uh, there's no release date so far, but uh, looks awesome. The, we see some of the preview art on our on our Facebook site. Looks like it could be great. I'm, I'm, looking all, forward
3: to it. I'm always mm-hmm. down
0: for more DC uh, animation for sure. Uh in our, in our I, I hope it's not true news, but I guess it is. Jada Pinkett Smith will be returning as Fishman no! Me- in season two of Gotham. Oh no. I know uh we are not huge fans of her character or her portrayal. No, so.
2: oh, but they did warn us she was coming
0: back. Well, you know, no body, no death. It's uh, that's right. Trophy of uh, pretty much every comic ever, especially when it comes yeah. to villains. If There's no there's no body, there's no death. That That's
2: so true.
0: Uh, we have trailers for the new episodes of uh, Arrow and Legends on our Facebook group as well. Check that out if you want to. There's some cute pictures of Katie Cassidy and uh, Emily Bett Ricard chilling out. And I wanted to mention really quick uh, before we sign off here that DC Comics is coming out with uh, uh, the relaunch of the Hanna-Barbera. Um, I'm excited
3: for this. That looked um, weird to
0: me. I, I don't know what to think of it yet, really. Uh, there are going to be four books to start out with. One is called Scooby Apocalypse. It's going to be done by Jim Lee.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's going to be another one called... The one I'm interested in is called Future Quest, which is Johnny Quest-centric. But like having using all of the Hanna Barbera sci-fi characters like Space Ghost, Birdman, the Galaxy Trio, Mytor, the Herculoids. That I can see. Um, that I would get behind for sure. I mean, that looks awesome. Yeah. That's gonna be by Doc Shaner. and uh, and that looks really awesome. Good artist though. He's a really good artist. Yeah, yeah. And Howard yeah. Porter is uh, working on that as well. There's also uh, a Wacky Raceland. Uh, the designer from Mad Max Fury Road, Mark Sexton, is going to be doing the designs for that. And then Amanda Connor is uh, doing the Flintstones.
2: Okay.
0: So yeah, so far we've only seen like preliminary art or whatever, but it's, All right. it's, it, it, I don't know. It could be cool. Could be interesting. I don't know. But those are mostly TV properties. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw him mention it. Uh, the car, the Mad Max uh, wacky race cars, are pretty awesome. But uh, that is the week of DC TV, and oh, I wanted to mention really quick at the end of the show before we before we wrap up, when we get to about uh, seven or eight episodes a week of DC TV, which we will be doing soon with the return of Gotham, uh, with Lucifer going forward, and with Preacher starting up uh, fairly soon, uh, we're gonna be doing uh, we're gonna be doing what will essentially be two podcasts a week. Uh, we're gonna split those shows into two different podcasts. We're gonna do four and four. We're going to do one episode, which will be the superhero-centric shows, the the Greg uh, Berlanti-produced shows, which would be Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends. Uh, And then we're going to do a second show the same week. It'll come out just a couple of days later, which will have the non-superhero-centric shows, the rest of the shows, which would be Gotham, iZombie, Lucifer, and Preacher. Am I forgetting anything?
2: Not that I know, huh? But,
0: uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, um, instead of having one long, like giant three or four hour podcast, because we're not raging bullets, we don't want to be those guys. They do, they're quite warm, the long form podcast. Uh, we're going to break it up into two different shows a week. That way, right. if you don't watch all the shows, you can just follow the podcast of the shows you do watch. All right. And, uh, if you do, then you can catch them all, you know, but you know, at no extra cost to you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So that'll be going on probably just starting in a couple of weeks. So Good. and uh, let me know if you enjoyed the new intro, new new intro to the show. This is another new intro we're trying out. And we'll let you, the viewers the listeners, vote on the intros you like the best. So we'll try out another one too, The Rich Maid. So we'll check that out next episode. Okay? And I think that's it. If you are into Geeky Podcast, and I imagine you would be because you've been listening to this one. Check out HHWLOD. You can find the Walking Dead TV podcast there, uh, the DC TV podcast you listen to now, the Black Box, uh, a bunch of other great content there, HHWLOD.com. And now that the king has returned to his kingdom, uh, if you want some uh, um, big-time possibilities, then go over to TaylorNetworkerPodcast.com. Daryl, the man, the myth, the legend, his kingdom of podcasting. So many shows. Yes, quite a Quite a bit. Quite a few shows over there, and Daryl is back <coughs> after his long sabbatical uh, to to oversee his kingdom and empire. Um, he is, <coughs> excuse me, he is the Lucius of his own empire, so to speak.
2: Yes, trying to get that stuff that Sarah and uh, Chubby has. You have to go back to 1975 for yeah. that man <laughs> before they get to
0: it. Oh, they took it all. What you really want to have is some of that wave rider that Rip Hunter's got. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's that's from the future. That's like really good. That's true. So, uh, thanks, guys, for joining me. Really appreciate it. And until next week, we are ghosts. Good night.
1: It's a god awful small affair affair to the girl with a mousy hair. But her mommy is yelling, no. And her daddy has told her to go. But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen the light But the film is a sad thing for, cause I wrote it ten times or more. It's about to be written again, and I ask you to vote for some. But the old man beating up the wrong guy. Oh man, wondering if he'll ever know who's done the best-selling show. Is there life on?